Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. What's up, people? We back. We got a special guest today. Project Rook in the house. What up, what up, what up, what up? What up? Rook, how you doing? I'm great. What's going on? Oh, life is muy bueno, muy bueno. Thanks for asking. Um, for anybody not aware, um, HotepCon is next week. We're just days away. Just days away from HotepCon next week in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada at the Ahern Hotel. Um, tickets are selling like hotcakes. Shout out to all my HotepCon ticket holders sponsored by Syscoin. Link in the description box below for the Syscoin giveaway. And of course, we will have none other than um, Project Rook um, as a uh, featured speaker there. Um, Rookie, looking forward to the whole type con? I am. We had a blast last year, so yeah. Did you enjoy yourself last year? I did. I did. Really? What mm -hmm. did What did you What did you enjoy about? Uh, the experience at Hotep Con last year. What are some memorable moments, maybe? What are some things that people could look forward to? Why did you think it was a great event? Mm, it felt like a family reunion. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like. Rook don't come out too often, so when I come out, you know, my expectations usually ain't that high. That high, but no, it felt like family. It was. Um, I think what's important. And it's a reminder for myself, right, mm -hmm. to to stay co connected to folks who, you know, not we're not required to think just alike, but we we got the foundation, right? The most important things are there, the most important principles, values, morals, all that good stuff. So the energy was good. That's really how I judge when I'm going different places is the energy. And so it was good folks. It was good conversation, um, good networking, all that good stuff. So yeah, I had, a, I had an awesome time. Awesome. Good to hear. You'll be back this year. Um, what did you want to um, cover uh, next week at HotepCon? What are some things you want to get into? I know tonight had a bunch of science stuff he wanted to get into. I mean, probably going to have you on tonight the same day so it all coincides and, and intertwines together nicely. What do you think are some important things that we should discuss at Hotel Con next week? When I interview you, you know, I want to be prepared for that. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I'm open. I know tonight brought up, he wanted to kind of dive into germ theory, mm -hmm. which is um, always a great topic. Germ theory versus, versus terrain theory. Versus uh, what? terrain terrain theory so the the idea is that it is your terrain that dictates whether or not you get sick or not what's the terrain it's the body it's your environment it's the condition in which your cells exist in which your cells live the integrity of the fluids in your body so how toxic you are is going to determine whether if there is a shift in your environment, that will trigger an immune response. So growing up in the country, there was always the idea that going outside without a jacket on as the weather was shifting to the fall and winter months, you know, old folks used to say, that's pneumonia weather, right? That's pneumonia weather, put your jacket on, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> 
But it was always intriguing to me that there were people, especially, you know, a lot of white folks, they were fine. They they didn't have on jackets. They didn't get sick. So what was it about? Where do we get this idea that the cold itself is making people sick? And what you come to find is that, well, cold is alkaline in nature. So a toxic, acidic body environment put in an alkaline environment, yes, could absolutely trigger an immune response. But it's not because the cold is causing it. It's because your ass was already congested and toxic to begin with. And that's the same with germs. The idea that bacteria could be making us sick or any other microorganism when there are trillions, according to science, that live in the body, on the body, on your t- in your mouth right now, on your hands, on your skin. How is it? <laughs> Can Have we decided that out of all the trillions, we've narrowed it down to like the top 10 or 20, like these the ones right here, these the bad ones, right? Even when it comes to E. coli, right now, it lives in your gut. Why isn't it making you sick now? Hmm. questions so Hmm. that is terrain theory so terrain theory is when my vessel is clean when the fluids in my body are um not congested not backed up there is not sludge so there means there's a breakdown in cells there's a buildup in cells happen properly like it's supposed to it does not matter what i come in contact with It does not matter who has what. You could have whatever. You could have the so-called flu, pneumonia. I could kiss you. It means nothing to me. Now, that's on that side of it. So when you say what I want to talk about, I I like that because I think that gives us an understanding, right? That's the knowledge. Yeah. But what what I specialize is is moving beyond the physical, moving beyond the body because what is making a lot of people sick it's not the physical, it's the non-physical. So it's the beliefs. Nobody, out of all the conversations that we've been having about what has caused folks to get sick, everybody is looking at the origin. Well, where did it come from? Was it man-made? Was it in the lab? Was it this, this? Was it natural? Nobody is asking what was happening in the non-physical. There is something called resonance. <laughs> There is something like I resonate with you. There's an energy field around all of us. That is what can quote unquote spread. That is what we can share amongst us. But I can't make you sick just because I have bacteria or fungus or whatever else. That's nonsense. And the more people believe in this until we snap out of it, and I think it's just a conscious thing that this is just where the evolution of the plan is going and we'll eventually get there. But until people release this fear that anything in the physical is what's making you sick, no, the origin is not physical. And until you get your energy right, it don't matter what you do. You can take supplements, you can go get shots, um, you know, you can put on your mask or whatever else, your ass is still gonna get sick. Why? Because how you going to win when you ain't right within? Oh. All right. We've already got a lot to unpack. You just started talking. So let's go through this slowly. First of all, we got to go back to terrain theory. 
and then I'm going to get to, I got the energy field up there on the screen so everybody can see the energy field so they know this isn't some hocus-pocus stuff. This is science. Um, mentioned cold weather, alkaline, acidic body, and cold weather. Right Now, I know I'm going to say something wrong here, so just go ahead, jump in, and correct me. If we have an alkaline environment and then uh, an acidic body in the alkaline environment, can we say that the germs and bacteria that exist in that environment may jump to the acidic environment? Or am I wrong there? Like, why is it that we get sick in the cold weather, or do we not? Did I misunderstand something, understand something there? Well, you can certainly get sick after you've spent time. It, there's been a change. Mm -hmm. So what should happen is we should have the ability to adapt. We should have the ability to adapt to different environments. So whether it gets hot, whether it gets cold, whether you're around people who are well or whether you're around people who are sick, really shouldn't matter. The the analogy I like to use is imagine two trash cans. One has paper in it. The other has old scrap produce. So banana peels, orange peels, um, you know, spinach, whatever. Which ones do the bugs gravitate towards? The one with the um, <clears throat> produce. Right. So <laughs> there is the these microorganisms have functions. One, they are there for a reason. They exist in your body for a reason, but they have the ability to change function when needed. So when there is excess acidity in the body, when there's excess toxicity in the body, they will go to work, all similar to having parasites in the body. So there's the idea that we need to often go through parasite cleanses, which we should, everybody should. Like everybody should. You should be doing this every year, ideally quarterly every year, or at least twice a year. If you don't think you have parasites, like, okay, all right, bro. Yeah. Um, and one of the first signs of that is you have extreme cravings, extreme cravings for breads and sugars and starches. Um, you can have bloating, itching, so on and so forth. But the parasites in and of themselves are not the problem. Why are they there? their own cleanup duty. They serve a purpose. I, I will use, I won't say who it is, but someone I, in my family, right? Went and allowed a doctor to put them on antibiotics for three months, which is absolutely freaking insane. To be on antibiotics three months every single day, insane. Well, of course, body starts short-circuiting because <laughs> you can't kill off your team on the inside. So started having numbness in their fingers and their hands. Couldn't um, have some circulation and swelling in their feet, so on and so forth. End up going to another doctor and they were like, yo, stop this immediately. The problem with trying to kill off, like the average person is sick. You're already unhealthy. You need these bacteria. <laughs> you need these microorganisms to try and break down the excess waste that you have on the inside. So until you get to the root of that, it's not the cold that's making you sick. It's not the, it, it's the, I don't know, I think we talked about this before, some years ago when Ch Chipotle blew up, right? It was this whole E. coli breakout, outbreak. And it was right around the time when they were saying that they were going to share all the ingredients that they have um, 
they were going to be non-GMO. And then coincidentally, right, this was Ebola. I mean, not Ebola. Uh, e. coli breakout, right? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, right? I'm asking people to use common sense, okay? Mm-hmm. You have several locations where hundreds or thousands of people went into and ate the same food. How is it possible that only 20 of them got sick? You don't find that a, a little bit strange enough mm-hmm. for you to say, what is it about those 20 bodies compared to these 80 bodies? Yeah. It's got to be something that's happening on the inside. Your body should have the ability to adapt. Even if I was to eat something that was, let's just say it was full. Let's just say it did have mold or whatever else. My body should have the ability to adapt and adjust to that. It should be able to neutralize whatever that problem is, break it down, eliminate it. If nothing else, I should be able to vomit it or diarrhea it out. Either way, my body should be able to handle that. And so understanding what illness is, your ass is already sick. Nothing is making you sick. You're already sick. Sickness is actually a sign of health if we get real down to it. The moment you cannot purge toxic overload on the inside, you're going to be out of here. And that's all a cold is. That's all a flu is. That's all mucus is. That's what a headache is. That's what a fever is. So this war that we're trying to have and everybody want to damn overdose on supplements that are shit, that are made in labs, your body can't absorb it anyway. You know what you're going to end up doing? You're going to end up getting stones. You're going to end up getting crystallization around your joints. Your knees going to start cracking and you ain't going to know why. You're going to say it's old age. But no, it was all the shit you was taking in that your body couldn't break down and your kidneys couldn't filter out. And now years later, here you go. You were thinking you were doing a great thing because initially you felt better. So the cold is not the problem. We see people go out. There are groups that go out in the wintertime. They go, I don't even know what it's called, but they just go to different locations and go skinny dipping. And polar polar bear swim. Yeah. <laughs> so why aren't they getting sick? It's either the rule applies or it doesn't. It's either it's the bacteria or it's not. So Cause, yeah, cause, that's uh, where white, we Because white people don't get don't get um, sick in the cold. <laughs> well, one thing is, I, I think too, we, we got to come back to the mind. Mm. Is what you believe. So if you believe the cold makes you sick, if you believe that little children make you sick, right? There's the idea that all the kids are going to the school and they bringing the germs home. Yeah. Them germs shouldn't be able to impact you. You got germs on you is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You think your toothbrush that you used yesterday don't have any germs on it today? When you flush the toilet, do you know how many germs that are coming up? Like, let's get real here. <laughs> it, until we break this, I, I saw something trending today. What They got something new coming for y'all. It's something called Disease X. Yeah, Disaster they, X or They coming yeah. for your ass. They coming and they going to get you. Because you choose ignorance over truth. And that's good. You should continue to get your ass whooped until you get tired. <laughs> Wait a get- second. Wait a second. What do you mean? All right, so we got, what is disease X, a deadly virus scientists are now racing to protect us from? What do you mean they coming for us? Um, what do you mean when they, you say that? You know what? When I say that, I don't even know. Are they coming for you? <laughs> are, they, are they really coming for us? Because I thought they approved yesterday. 
um, a drug for postpartum disease. I mean, yeah, I depression in women. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Are they really coming for us, or is they are they giving people what they want? Mm. That's what 2020 was. Don't talk to me about somebody sent me some new. It's all this breaking news that's coming out. It's not breaking news. <laughs> that they had different batches of shots. We told you they had different batches of shots. We told you not everybody was getting the same thing. We told you that, but we're not experts. Mm. I know, we're not experts. So I don't know if it's that, I'm tired of us giving the power to the system. Stop being a dumbass. How about that? Well, no, they tricking people because they don't want you to know. Like, shut up, you're on the internet every single day. Don't tell me about what somebody else don't want you to know, bruh. Let me let me see your history on YouTube. Let me see what you be watching for the past seven days. Don't tell me about what somebody don't want you to know because your ass could start going down any rabbit hole that you wanted. So they, if you refuse to learn the lesson, the lesson repeats and people are locked in. I thought religion was like what got people by a stronghold. And I guess at its root, that's what it is. But this health stuff, as long as we can keep people locked into fear of illness and fear of germs, ah, yeah, ain't, ain't no ain't no coming out of that. Like until you snap out of that, and at its core, it comes back to who you are in your heart and in your spirit. That's why you feed into that. You're scared. You're scared to believe. I was talking to the inner circle this morning. You you it is it is really easy. I mean, it's hard to believe that you really are protected, that you really are guided, that nothing on this effing planet can touch you without your consent. You don't believe that. You tell me you believe in a God. I don't know what's the purpose of that nigga. That's what I want to know. What purpose does he or she serve? Because if it doesn't help you, I would rather you go back in the street. Go have some fun. Trying to fast and read and pray to hell with that. Go all in, baby. Go back to the streets and enjoy. But to have a system of beliefs that don't serve you and that don't help you is absolutely insane. You just like everybody else. Shout out to all the Christians and the church folks who was in their house scared for the last three years. How you doing? You done, done offend, offended half of my viewership here. Good. <laughs> Make offending mofos great again. Let's do it. We need to stir up something. That's we don't feel nothing. Like you should be bothered. You should you you should be bothered. Like damn, I'm tired of being stupid. Damn, I'm tired of being taken advantage of. I'm tired of being finessed. I'm tired of being a sucker. I'm tired of being weak. I'm tired of feeling like I ain't got no options. I'm tired of getting on the internet talking. About it don't matter what we do. It don't matter what they just gone. Every time we try to set up some, it's the system. White supremacy, like. Grown ass people, and for all the men who be complaining about women, like you know, women being overly vocal and in their masculine energy, like this is why, because this the shit you do. This is what we see you doing. We see you acting like a bitch. <laughs> Did man, I answer the question? I forgot what the question was. Men, men out here acting <laughs> like bitches. Bitches complaining and and acting as though you are powerless, acting as though that anything outside in this world, like that's where your attention is, which means that's where your power is. Mm. You actually think the government, like, cause that's what your default is. Your default <laughs> mechanism is, 
damn, don't matter what I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got us. They, you know, they working on this now. You know, they about to spray this now. Oh, they got our food too. You are weak. It is disgusting. You should be embarrassed. <laughs> but surely there's a system of white supremacy that is holding black people back, you know, mass incarceration, school to prison pipeline, uh, police brutality, food desert. Surely there's a system of white supremacy holding black people back, no? How long, bro? How long? What? How long? How, how long is it holding you back? Like, are you? Because it appears as though you just you just screwed either way. That that's what it seems to be. <laughs> I don't think people understand the implications. Like the moment that this is so hard to pull away from the world. It's so hard to decide that you know what. It it just don't matter what I've been told. It don't matter what I've believed. That I gotta roll with the truth, right? And the truth is that I can't be a victim. Right. I, I can experience all sorts of circumstances, but I absolutely can't be a victim. And we will not pull away from that narrative. Like that shit is embedded. All of science is, is into like physical DNA. We want to explore the DNA and this and that. It's the spiritual DNA that's the problem. You won't uproot that. You won't reinstall that. So I don't care about no white supremacy. I don't care about the system. I don't care about none of that shit. It's either or. Choose you this day who you will serve. That's what the good book says. So you don't get to play both. Well, no, Rook, I'm saying, you know, but you got to be real about what it, I know what has happened. I'm aware. I know, I know the Matrix game. What's your point? Are you, are you screwed is what you're saying. Is it, it's either you screwed or you're not screwed. Because if you ain't screwed, then let, let's talk about how to get the business done. Let's talk about how to move forward. Let's talk about, because this is what we're giving the kids, right? We, we plan the same shit that we were given over and over and over. I want to tell another story. F your story. <laughs> if that's all, if, if your story comes with pity, I don't want it. If your story comes with weakness, I don't want it. If it comes with sickness, I don't want it. If it comes with hate, I don't want it. Oh. So if you think what you have is a winning formula, I say keep doing it. Matter of fact, start the clock today. Let's check back in next year. Let's see where you are. Give it 12 months. Stay the course, right? Keep saying the same thing everybody else is saying. Keep rah rah, like be down for the cause, cause I'm a real one. See what real get you. I I, I think it's like deciding what you want, right? <laughs> are you gonna get what you want out of this life, or are you not? Mm. Are you gonna be a sucker like everybody else, or are you not? Are you literally gonna be here? Are you gonna spend 30, 40, 50, 60 years talking about how ugly the world is and how bad the system is? What you gonna do about it? I don't want to hear no excuses, especially from no grown people, especially from no grown ass men. <laughs> um, you mentioned spiritual DNA. That is quite the term right there. Quite the terminology. Spiritual DNA. Um, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a guess here as to, you know, um, or maybe translate for people. So spiritual DNA is the meta of your people, you know, the meta, the, the deeper thing inside of you beyond the physical and, you know, what you carry on from one generation to the next. And 
currently my brain is doing the forky thing. So in one way, I'm looking at this like, okay, when did this start and and will it end? And then I guess the other one is, you know, what do you replace it with? You know, what what is the true spiritual DNA we need to plant inside our bodies instead of um, something else? That's a question for you. Oh, that was a question? Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Um, so just, you know, so we have the spiritual DNA. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's like, said, when, when, do you, when do you think this started? And do you, do you think it'll ever stop? And then, you know, what do we replace it with? Um, you know, what is the, the correct mind frame? Because... And I also want to segue into CRT. I'd love to hear your thoughts on CRT, uh, critical race theory. But um, when do you think this spiritual DNA really was corrupted? Was it the civil rights movement? Um, the fifties. Because it seemed it, it seemed to me like um, prior to. Even NAACP, I think NAACP might be a huge, huge culprit in creating um, the wrong type of spiritual DNA because they controlled um, so much of the intelligentsia of black people through people like um, W.E.B. Du Bois, right, et cetera, et cetera. And also a very sexist organization, which is Sidebar where they wanted to be mostly men and women were like in subservient roles, but whatever, whatever, that's, that's here, neither here nor there. Um, but do you think this, this thing, when do you think this thing will break? Do you think this bond will ever break for black people or will we see it? Or what is it going to take to break that bond with spirit, with that spiritual DNA, the, the, the victimhood <laughs> and whatnot and white supremacy going to get me and the white man's the boogeyman. <laughs> you don't break it. You don't break it and you don't fix it. That's that's the sad news that nobody wants to hear. That's not it's it's like the world, right? And and we don't understand that there are multiple Earths right now, right? There are multiple timelines right now, and you can hop on any one you want. Mm. So you're not going to fix this. What you're going to do is you're going to leave the bullshit behind, and you're going to create new. That's the only way. Mm. The old got to fall away. The old has to self-destruct. And so trying to fit, like, think about anybody who's really had any sort of, you know, spiritual awakening or um, any sort of a kind of state of enlightenment, right? Think about the people in your circle. You didn't wake them up. Right. You didn't you didn't bring this to their attention and cause them to go through this in, enlightened state. No. What did you do? You left it behind. You had to stop talking to them about certain things. You had to leave and go out and create a new space for yourself. Connect with new people, new ideas. That is the key here. Like, I ain't trying to save the community. The community is fucked. <laughs> Just here to tell you. <laughs> here to tell you so the idea but there are those 
who will be, will, we will be able to hit, right? Spark to spark, heart to heart, right? Mind to mind, they gonna resonate and they coming up out of there. That's all we focused on. And that doesn't sound, um, I guess that's not, doesn't sound encouraging to people because you know, you know the first thing you wanna do when you can't fix yourself? What? When you can't save yourself, you wanna try to save other people. That's the first Ooh. thing you wanna do. Ooh. I can't fix myself. Let me fix these problems over here. Let me put my attention out here to the world. Let me put my attention to the community. I know what needs to be done. That's that's easier to do than looking at yourself. Where am I? Where would I like to be? And all of the legacy talk that we have going on is it's about tangible stuff, which is important, right? We need to stop being broke. All right, let's create a legacy of abundance. I got that. But <laughs> what about the legacy of the heart, of the mind, of the soul, of love? That's being lost. Like, what? So we all going to go in our corners and try to get the bag? And, and that's it? That's what we leaving behind? Like, that's the message? So I don't know what the community needs to do. I know what doesn't work for me. I know what world no longer works for me. I know what I'm no longer going to entertain. And there ain't no story that I'm getting behind. There's no narrative I'm getting behind. There's nothing that I'm rocking with that has anything to do with being pitiful, that be, that has anything to do with being um, <laughs> powerless, that has anything to do with being less than and oppressed. Like, you call yourself oppressed? You say, <laughs> I have an oppressor? That don't seem strange to you? My oppressor? God, loser. <laughs> Can I, can I challenge you a bit here today? Mm -hmm. Of course. You ready? Mm -hmm. Assuming you were single, would you date outside of your race? Mm. Like a white man, no. like pasty no. white. No, no, you would not. No. Why not? I've just never had. It's just never had an interest. I mean, I've. We had a couple of cuties. We had a couple of John B's in high school. Mm -hmm. um, they were pretty handsome, but I just never been attracted. I never had an interest. So, do you, you know. do you do you judge black men if they were to date a white woman? <laughs> That's a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> the honest answer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda, but there's two ways to look at this, right? Okay. You can tell the difference between yes and no, right? So first of all, I got white in my family. So okay. this ain't no white or black type thing like that. But you can tell the type of dudes, you can tell the type of brothers who are, they on this little trip where they angry with black women and now the white woman is their savior. <laughs> You can tell the difference between that and then just people just genuinely coming together. Like ain't nobody hating on two people who fall in love, who vibe with each other, who create a life for themselves. Like who cares? And the whole the whole dynamic between black man, white woman, uh, white man, black woman, like all of it is stupid to me. And I think it's still getting back to the heart. What's really at the, the <laughs> we all lack self-awareness. 
So everybody is looking the same way. You got a group of brothers who are looking for this white woman savior. You got a, a group of sisters who are looking for the white man savior. Mm -hmm. So she's hurt. She's broken. She's, you know, don't want to deal with all the stuff that she has. So now, all right, this is what I'm about to do. I'm going over here because I'm going to show you this or that. But you never get to the, the heart of it. So, no, I don't. No, I, in general, no, I don't judge. I, I don't care. But I think it only becomes a problem when we're trying to. It, what is it that we're getting out of this shit? Like, I, and I guess everybody just hurt. That's really what a, what's wrong with the world. Everybody yeah. is hurt. Everybody's lacking love and then trying to pretend like they're not. Like, I don't need that. I don't need them. I want it. I ain't going to admit it, though. So, yeah. <laughs> It's 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 interesting to watch how it all unfolds because I think you should give people what they want and see how it plays out. Even when it comes to talking about like the black community, I think give them everything, give them everything they want. Then let's see what the excuse gonna be because they gonna be another excuse. Mm. So mm. whatever whatever brothers feel like they need, give it to them. Whatever sisters feel like they need, let them get it and let's see if that works. If it's only the bag, give them the bag. If it's only the white woman that'll do it, give it to him. And let's see. Let's see if you're good. Let's let's check back uh five years and see that that solved the problem. You can't fix. <laughs> you can't fix internal issues externally. That's not how that works. This is true. Uncle Hotep in the chat. Speaking of interracial dating. Um <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. I'm 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 sensing a bit of a disconnect here. And um I believe I, I suffer from the same disconnect. So I'll walk through this and you can tell me if you find any similarities. So there are in some ways we find this connection with the black community and in some ways we don't. Would you find that statement to be true? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the black community has chosen, I don't know if we can say the whole black community, but a, a significant portion of the black community has chosen to take on these terms like uh, white supremacy and oppressor and colonizer. And then they may hear you speak and go, she's not with us. How do you, how do you make amends with that? Um, do you do you feel like you might be a bit of a traitor to the black community for not going along with some of the programs that we've been given? Hell yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I ain't with you. I ain't with I no. <laughs> you know how they have they have for COVID, we in this together. No the hell we not. <laughs> no the hell we not. <laughs> I ain't trying to be down. I'm trying to be up. Uh. So if that's what's required of me to be down, I'm good. I don't need to be down. I don't want to be in the posse. I don't want to be. I see who y'all put in the forefront who's supposedly down. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm good. I, 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 I don't listen. My loyalty is to the truth. First and foremost, I don't care about like the fact that this is the an identity for people. This shell, this skin, this sleeve. Who are you? If you woke up tomorrow and we all become, I, and I can't, I hate, I'm about to say, I hate to use the phrase colorblind, 
because I know what it takes people, right? Mm. But we were all translucent, okay? <laughs> Who are you beyond that? Who are you? And I think that's what a struggle is. I know people who are suffering, right? Driving themselves crazy, trying to be, they are the opposite of everything that they're trying to stand behind, right? Mm-hmm. They, 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 they've been a statistic, but they broke out. They've done well. They have the two, two parent, you know, husband, wife, the kids are doing great. They're in the great neighborhood. They're in this, but it's this desire to still co-sign bullshit, <laughs> so that they still keep their black card. <laughs> like, I, I gotta, I gotta, like, you know, grown-ass women going to a restaurant, shaking their ass Uh-oh. is not acceptable. <laughs> you know that. Like, your ass is out. It's children. It's people here just trying to have lunch. Why are you co-signing that? Because you can't. Like, you can't do anything else. Like, that. that right there... We ain't talk about some damn freedom. Freedom? <laughs> you can't even think. You can't even think independently. You can't even say, you know what? Listen, I love y'all, but this shit here is going too far. I love y'all, but taking a five-year-old and putting them on sex hormone, changing drugs, that, that that's out of order. Yeah. Like, at what point? Like, everybody is just, I don't know. And that's why I kind of just sit back and watch. And let it all come crashing down. That's, I think, what we need. That's how nature restores order. So let all the shit come crashing down. Let it burn down to the ground. That's what we're going to allow to do anyway because everybody's sitting back. We're just watching. And those of us with sense are quiet. And if we're not quiet, we just kind of <laughs> going along with it anyway. So we let the fools take control. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I'm not miss me with all the race shit. Like I, you should have called me about ten years ago with that. I'm, I'm far <laughs> beyond that. I'm, I'm <laughs> anything that's stuck in the physical and that's stuck at the human level. I don't want to hear. I don't have limitations in the physical. I don't have limitations here. So maybe that feeds you. Maybe that makes you feel, you know, okay about being mediocre. And that's the reality. That's what we hiding behind. Life sucks, and you don't know what to do about it. You don't know how to change it. You don't know how to improve it. So what do you do? You hide behind excuses. You hide behind an oppressor. You hide behind the system. Well, Rook, so you saying this this ain't true. It don't matter what's true, bro. No matter what you say is true. No matter how you position yourself in the midst of that. What good are you? Did you come all the way to earth just to say, well, I would have been great if it weren't for them white folks. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> I like the way you put that. <laughs> I dare sure ain't gonna have that excuse. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be a coon when I get to heaven. Hotep, you're a genius. <laughs> Hotepjesus.com. Okay. Um, there was a brawl this weekend. Uh, I think I believe it was this weekend in Alabama, and uh, it was uh, a race skirmish as purported by the internet. I don't know what happened on the ground there. Actually, we do have an account here. Let me read the account of what they said actually happened. So give me a moment here. I'll pull this up on the screen and all the kids can follow along. All right, so what does it say here? Uh, And I want your opinion on this and a reaction to it. 
It says here, breaking news, Alabama ferry brawl erupts over dock dispute. Racial tensions involved. Viewers discretion advised. So it says a chaotic scene unfolded at an Alabama ferry dock when a security guard requested a family to move their boat, which was blocking the designated area. The situation quickly escalated when the family outright refused to comply, leading to some heated exchanges. The family's refusal and subsequent violent attack on a security guard were witnessed by a 16 year old crew member and people on the ferry who observed the events unfold. The gravity of the situation intensified when six to seven individuals from the family joined in to beat the defenseless middle-aged black security guard, showing a disturbing lack of restraint. Others present initially hesitated, but eventually some brave young men came to the security guard's defense, highlighting the importance of standing up against injustice. In the midst of racial tensions in the country and considering black history, this incident adds another layer of discomfort. I don't need here's all right. Uh, Glamour emerged, 16 year old crew member, chose not to remain passive, instead, immediately took action, swimming about 100 yards to aid the security guard, demonstrating the power of individual initiative. Law enforcement arrived on the scene promptly, managed to prevent further escalation, apprehending the assailants and instigators. Responsible for the violence, injured parties received care, and the situation was eventually brought under control. Now, uh, Rook, did you see the uh, video footage of this uh, Alabama brawl? I did. Okay. Um, now, the black community, the black Twitter community, black Instagram community, black Facebook community, black TikTok community are rejoicing. Uh, to them, it, they're celebrating as if this was a great slave rebellion. <laughs> uh, wh- what are your reactions to this? Um, you know, since we talked about race loyalty and all of that stuff, what are your initial reactions when you saw this video? Mm, well, the coon in me. Um, the what? The coon. The coon in me. Oh, the coon in you. Okay. Yeah. was like, as everybody was all excited and reposting and retweeting, I was like, ah, yeah, this this what we come together for. Bullshit and entertainment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's our favorites. Yeah. We come together for nothing else. But this, yes, that's what we come together. Now, the N-word in me was like, well, <laughs> ass whoopings were handed out <laughs> oh well <laughs> the, the only part that I saw was over the top was when the dude hit I think it was a lady he hit with a chair with the chair yeah yeah he was he was a little out of pocket for that that um, was hilarious like, yeah cause I thought she was seriously hurt um well, yeah, I could, you know, I can appreciate. Sometimes people need that ass whoop. Right. I mean, that's just being, I, I think we need to bring more ass whoopings back for oh. everybody. Yeah, for everybody. And um, YouTube, I condemn the words of Project Rook. I don't know this lady. <laughs> I condemn, I condemn, I condemn. Oh, I mean, um, figuratively, figuratively, figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I laughed. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, I got both sides of me, so you know, I got my rolling eyes. Like, here we go. How and then we, I got, you know, how do we manage that? Right, like that. 
that it's it's almost like a split personality. On one side, you like kick that cracker ass, and on the other side, it's like you just some niggas. Like the both of those two voices are in our, in our heads. How do you manage that? Like, is that healthy? Is it only supposed to be one voice? What are we supposed to do with that? No, I mean it's no different than I mean we code switch all the time. So yeah, we do. It, it, to me, it's no different than that. I can I can appreciate both things. I can look at now. I'm not about to be posting it and encouraging it and hyping it up. Right now, I ain't doing that. Yeah. But have I had some good laughs? I have the the videos that have come after. Yeah, I've laughed my ass off. <laughs> now I didn't assume this is where I I have moved out of like that warped world where just because you see somebody white and somebody black, I didn't assume that it was just race related. Right. I was like, okay, well, let's see. Because it's assholes across the board. Like when you go out and about, there are people who just over the top and you could be white, you could be black. So I didn't assume that it was that. I was just like, okay, well, this is interesting. And then as the details unfolded, like, oh, well, (laughs) Mm. Like you brought it on yourself. <laughs> right, right. <sighs> um, this one's a tough one for me, right? Because, you know, I'm always like balanced, so I have both sides. But I had the same initial reaction as you. But the, my my first first reaction to the response to the black community, how they responded right. to the videos. Of course, many of them funny. And, and I think we have to separate the two, right? Sometimes people see black Twitter rejoicing over this event and go, oh, they're glorifying violence. Or, you know, they're into this racial tension thing. And for some people, that may be true. But mm-hmm. I would venture to say for the majority of the people joining in that, they're just trying to get engagement on social media. It's just a grift. Once something trends in the black community, everybody got to get their jokes off. Everybody got to get their retweets. And it turns into the trending topic of the day. No? I think, I'm going to be honest with you. No, I think majority liked it. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and, and that comes back to that as much as black people talk about white folks, they can't get enough. Mm. Like, it's always looking for some level of retribution, right? It's always, it's like the scorn woman. She says she over it. She says she's moved on, but it's still there. And you can call it whatever you want. You can say it's justified, but it's, that's connected to you. It's in you. And I don't want nothing in me like that. I don't want nothing to have that much power over me where I feel like I'm getting some sort of retribution from seeing somebody else whoop somebody else's ass. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, it's just, you know, dude obviously was an asshole. Like I said, we meet those types of people all the time. And I, I, I'm going to just be honest with you. It's, it's just low level. Like, when you still on that race stuff, it's low level. What's the 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 little coach low vibration? Oh like, yeah, <laughs> that's low vibration. Yeah, like it's just low vibrational. And if you if they, I don't want to use the word they because that shit is overused. I don't know who they is. If you allow yourself to stay at that place, then that's just where you're gonna be. 
and you'll always be triggered. Like you're a sucker. You are a slave to something outside of you. You're a slave to the thing that you say you despise, the thing that you say you greater than. The thing that you say is beneath you got you in a chokehold. Mm. I that I, I can't I can't get down with that. Yeah. So my initial reaction to the reaction was um we got a lot of healing to do as black people. There's a lot of healing we gotta do because one little scuffle in the streets and it's you know, like I said, we're acting like this was Toussaint and this is a Haitian slave rebellion we're, we're witnessing here. And this is like, yeah, we got retribution because we beat up one white family. And it's just like, like, y'all really got off on that? Like, I, I, I couldn't bring myself to get off on it. You know, um, I saw exactly what you saw. I saw some asshole get retribution. Simple as that. And a lot of brave people come to help us, uh, help a security guard. That's what I saw. I didn't see race. I just didn't. And, and and because I'm so far detached from it all in many of these events, I don't see it. And therefore, I got zero pleasure out of watching white people get their ass whooped. Now, I do love a good fight. So I did get some pleasure out of watching some WWE action because I love, you know, watching fights um, like street beefs. I love watching street beefs. That's just an amazing YouTube channel. Uh, we're just average people thrown in the ring and made to fight, right? Or they volunteer to fight. So I enjoy a good fight. I love, I love to see some violence. I love Marvel movies that have violence, but it just showed like, like we not healed yet, yo. And that's not a good look for us. Well, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's come down yet, but you're gonna get an example of that today before the day is out of mean? how much we're not healed once this Tory. Um, Tory Lanez. This is like, yeah, once that verdict comes, no matter which way it goes, mm. <laughs> asses mm. will be shown. Mm. And, you, and you're going to see like all of that camaraderie that we just saw, <laughs> that's going out the window. Like, no, out the window, the real coming back now. So part of me was like, well, you know, I guess it kind of in a temporary superficial way brings brings people together for a moment but yeah we'll see how we really feel about one another when that verdict comes when black when, women and black men start doing what they love to do to each other that's a great point because that black unity that i saw amongst black twitter is something i was same thing i said oh that's going to be short-lived but i never put the tory lane's connection together and you're right as soon as that verdict come down. Yeah, and that'll, run, and that'll go for the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be on the new. That's going to spin all week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, last topic that I'm going to let you get about your day. You mentioned earlier uh, sex hormones, specifically um, gender affirming care, I think they call it for children. Neo spoke about spoke out against this. Um, I don't know when, but the clip surfaced this weekend. I mean, he was made to issue an apology. I'd like to know um, what is your reaction to um, what Neo said, and then his apology, some of the reactions from people. Um, 
Are you mad that he apologized? Do you understand that he apologized? Um, and, and where is the black unity in that conversation? <laughs> what well, a initial clip that I saw of him made, made sense to me. I was a little shocked. Me too. Um, and I actually was shocked of the support he initially got. You know, because nowadays people like to, I don't know what his story is, but I guess he got drama, got divorced or had some side babies on his wife or whatever the case may be. I saw him being drugged through the mud a, a little while ago. So oftentimes, like, we'll dismiss people because of whatever they got going on personally. Like, no, he what does he know about this to be speaking on this, this, that, or the other? So I was shocked of the initial support that he got. Um, But I was like, oh, okay. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Came back <laughs> with that same raggedy recycle. You would think, hell, tell them to use the AI to get some better apologies. Like, it's the same, you know, I've reflected over my best choice of words, weren't this, I'm going to think about and reflect. Like, it's all I don't, I don't, it doesn't, it didn't make me feel any kind of way because I don't have no expectations for these people. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, okay, well, that's that. That was quick. Um, and I don't know what they tied into, right? So I know we always try to be critical about what these people do and why they do it. But I don't know. I don't know what they tied up into. And they might get a call like, bruh, <laughs> you need to go ahead and post this right here. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Ain't Ain't no... And that goes beyond, you know, what you want to do, what you don't want to do, that sort of thing. Now, I would think if I was in that position and they had those type of ties on me, I would just probably be quiet in the public. Probably. Not say nothing. Versus, right. Versus saying something, then having to come back and apologize. But, you know, it's weak. We know it's weak. Um, we know it's whack. Well, can I, can, we, I, can I stop you right there? Mm-hmm. The fact that he spoke out tells me he must have been locked in a studio writing hits and, and he ain't been on the internet. Because <laughs> if you spent any amount of time on the internet, you know you ain't allowed to come for that group of people, right? So I think sometimes people come up for air, see something, and then react without mm -hmm. any context or understanding, without reading the room or nothing like that. And I think that's what happened with him. He came up for air, came out of the studio, probably finished somebody's album, writing somebody's album, laying down verses, and was like, what the hell is this shit? And then went right into the podcast interview. And nobody prepped him and nobody warmed him. Or, no? no? I don't know. I mean... Okay. You know, it sounded like it was some shit he'd been wanting to say. It does like, sound like that. It did. You're right. <laughs> That's how it sounded. Like, it was, this is my moment. Like, I've been having these conversations privately, but now, okay. <laughs> Let me tell you how I really feel about this thing. And, but certainly, I mean, he got to know. Like, he can't be that far removed to not know <laughs> that, <laughs> Uh, this is a little taboo here, what you're saying. So then I think, I think for some, well, I will hope, and I'm, I'm going to say, I think that for some people, the more they start messing with the kids, you know, people with, with kids, 
even though they wanted to kind of, you know, lay back, it's like, all right, it's, it's getting, you're going too far now. Like you, you really, cause how much do you give? Like, it's like, we keep inching a little bit and a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. How much is too much to where this thing is not totally blown out of proportion and there is no return because for some people it's not. I think this will have a, it's going to hit a head at some point, but how many people will be jacked up as a result of that? I don't know. Like how many children, nobody knows what happens to a child when you put them on these types of drugs at five years old, six mm. years old, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Cutting off body parts is freaking insane. Like even if you wanted to live any kind of way, you don't cut your body parts off. Right. Like that, that you just don't do. So yeah, like I said, I wasn't, I was just like, oh, okay, this nigga. But I didn't have any, ex I don't have any expectations for those people to, and I think that's part of what's interesting to watch the response it's like everybody else want these celebrities to take a stand and i get it i understand they they influential right they got a large following i got it but damn if half of y'all would take a stand if half of y'all would put you know a line in the sand that this is unacceptable right you won't even tell people around you that it's unacceptable yet you want them to put their livelihood on the line I don't, I, I got a problem with having expectations for people, right? It's easy to say what you wouldn't do when you've never been presented an opportunity. So like Ice Cube, right? I couldn't say, well, Ice Cube, yeah, that's what you should have done. You should have turned that 9 million down. Have I been in a position to turn 9 million down? When I get in a position to turn 9 million down and I do it, then I'll talk my shit. Mm -hmm. But until then, I don't get to have an opinion on whether he chose to do or not do that. So that's a bigger part for me is like everybody waiting on somebody else to lead the charge and go say it, say the thing I really want to say, but I ain't got no balls to say it. Say the thing, I don't want to get fired from my job, but you got a little bit more money than, than I do, so you can risk it. Like, mm, mm, I don't know. And when you're a celebrity like that, if you lose your job, everybody around you lose theirs too. Absolutely. So it's not like it's just you, right? Your manager going to hit you be like, look, bro, you are half of my income. You going to post this motherfucking apology. You know, well, I got right. I got, I got a grandma. She's on dialysis or whatever. You know, like people got bills. People got family to take care of. And, you know. Y'all couldn't tell. Huh? People, couldn't put, people couldn't even tell, like couldn't even stand up against masks. And it's like, are you really the one to... Do, do you want to try to act like you policing this thing? And like I said, I get it because I don't know what's the point of getting success, fame, money, resources, and you and you still can't talk your shit? Dang. Hmm. <laughs> you, st you did all of that and you still changed? What was the point? I, I, I don't, you still don't have no freedom, no flexibility to kind of do things the way you want to do them? Um, like that will bother, but see, everybody is not at the same place at the soul level. Right. So when you ain't in check like that, you can do it like that shit will eat me. The fact that I knew my children was looking at me being a fraud and apologizing for some shit I knew I wasn't sorry for that will bother me. But you know, Hey, yeah. Well, so I, I, sometimes with these, uh, entertainers, all they know is entertainment. Right. So 
you know, if they not entertaining and they can no longer entertain, I think they're afraid of where their next check could come from. And then now they got to not go back to school, but they got to go back to school. They got to go relearn and get some new skills and learn investing or real estate. Probably something they should have done anyway along the way. Um, hopefully it's not with DJ Envy in the middle of his lawsuit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, that's kind of like what I chalk it up to. No, that's true. Um, I uh, I have a lot of questions for you, but I'm going to save them for HotepCon next week. Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Project Rook will be at HotepCon next week. Get your questions ready. She will be floating around and about. She'll be on stage as well. She's one of our special guest speakers. And we're going to dive into some very, very... I got a whole bunch of questions I wrote down while she was talking that we just, you know, can't get to today. But we're going to save them for HotepCon. We're going to talk about them at HotepCon. This is Project Rook. Her link is in the description box below. You can connect with her. Rook, thank you very much for stopping by the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And we're going to, we're going to continue the Griff Report right after this short commercial break. Shout out to Project Rook. Yeah, I can try to get that handled for you. Again, it's only my second day, so if you can give me a second. How am I supposed to do this? How the hell are we supposed to do this by 5 o'clock? I have no clue. Is that possible? Hey, do you have the password to... How'd you finish all your work already? He's not tapped in. Mm-mm. How'd you get that done so quick? They think they're going to be able to budget that? It's money. That's money right there. You You guys finished your work six hours early? He's not tapped in. Oh, shit. It's Hollow Man. All right, there we go. Ah, uh, okay, we back. What up, chat? What y'all think about Rook? What y'all think about Rook, man? Amazing conversation, if you ask me. Deadstroke said, I saw a guy. I just saw an interview with a Scandinavian guy. Genitalia surgically removed at age 18. When he woke up, the doctors immediately shoved the severed genitalia in his face. Terrible. Wait, What? kind of shit shout out to veda what up veda i see my members over on youtube appreciate you dj chaz what up wilmar what up jamar behave yourself um hey 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 all my members make sure you uh start to uh move over to uh locals hotepjesus.locals.com step colonel said rook don't miss indeed indeed I got new clips dropping this week. Make sure y'all get subscribed to uh, my locals because the new clips are going to drop there very, very soon. Very, very soon. Seven days in. Um, all right, let's go back. Let's get the Griff Report started. Let's get it started. We're going we're gonna to open up phone lines. If you want to get on the phone lines, I want you to... Uh, Text 202-596-5631, to get in on the phone calls, to get yourself in line. 
All right, here we go. Shout out to SysCoin, sponsor of HotepCon. All my HotepCon ticket holders, link is in the description box below for uh, the giveaway. See the beautiful drawn footage right there for the SysCoin giveaway. Dinner in the desert, off-road experience. You want to enter that giveaway? Link is in the description box below. Shout out to Syscoin and Medici family holding me down. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Hey, make sure y'all download the Pally Wallet. Email coming soon in regards to that. Make sure y'all download the Pally Wallet so you can get in on these giveaways. All right. Let's get into the Griff Report. Oh. Off. I had got so enamored by the conversation with Rook. I forgot the the power we had in here. Let's start here. I've been meaning to take a look at this. <clears throat> Let's start right here. Sam Harris on J six. Tate or RFK or or um, I mean you could add Elon to this. I mean, all these people are kind of living out the consequences of their dissatisfaction with the present on the public stage and winning a lot of followers as a result. They just like they I, I you know they like the way these guys are complaining about the obvious excesses of the left for the most part. Um, I have several problems with this. One is that the, most of these guys, most of the time, some of them all of the time, are ignoring the obvious problems and, and in many cases, quite a bit scarier problems on the right, right? They really care that the government tried to micromanage the, the, the um, uh, messaging about COVID on Twitter, right? That's the biggest story of the decade, right? That's, I've got... I've got a hundred podcasts in me and a hundred newsletters in addition to that on that topic, but they don't really much care about what happened on January 6th, where we had a sitting president who for months had been declining to support a peaceful transfer of power. And for the first time in our history, we did not have a peaceful transfer of power. And we had a sitting president trying to visibly trying to steal an election all the while claiming an election had been stolen from him and everyone around him knew that was bullshit. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yo. Yo, Sam Harris has lost his cotton-picking mind. Who is this guy? Isn't this guy like semi-famous or something like that? This is one of the white gods. Yo, he's lost his mind. Yo, wow. Hold on a second here. Oh, my Lord. I had to take my glasses off for that. Oh, my God. I, I It's been a while since I've heard anything abs as absurd as this. Yo, he compared J6 to the government telling a private corporation to censor people to censor the conversation and not even in the right way 
They censored the wrong people. Wow. Wow. This is what we call a bootlicker. He's a bootlicker. All right, what's the term for white coon? We need a term for white coon. Because he's a white coon. He is, he is, he's a traitor to the people, the United States Americans, the citizens, the patriots. White people need to just drag his ass. They need to drag him. Y'all need to give him, y'all, what do you call it, ratio or something? Yeah, he deserves every ratio he gets. This fool really chose. All right, he's an op. He's an op. Fuck it. He's an agent. He's an op. That, that's how you explain that. Sam Harris is an op. He's an op. You know, y'all was calling um, Kai Sinat an op. Well, Sam Harris is definitely Charlie Indigo Alpha. This dude gotta be Charlie Indigo Alpha. He's, this dude gotta be Langley. He, he literally... And I'm just assuming that Jan 6 is what he purports it to be. If Jan 6 is what he purports it to be, there's no way it even compares to what the government did to the American people. The amount of people that were hurt by misinformation is in the millions. Millions. Millions of people's of lives, tens of millions of people's lives were affected based upon pandemic response. Based upon pandemic response, first with the ventilators, then with the mass, then with the chest busser. Three strikes and you're out. And that's not that's not even, you know, mentioning the censorship of Dr. Peter McCullough. I hadn't got a strike all year. I brought Dr. Peter McCullough and all of a sudden we're bowing down to globalist health organizations like the WHO and NIH. And this fool really sat up here and said that. That J6 was worse than millions of people dying, getting injured. We got athletes falling out on the field still. Oh, he's an op, y'all. Sam Harris is a full op. Yo, white people listen to this guy? I know he's very popular amongst whites. This guy is very popular amongst whites. Cuban libertarian says secular intellectuals, intellectuals of a certain tribe. Oh, here you go. Scallywag is a technical term. You right, Dev Jules. He's Griff for hire. Roscoe said he never had a mind. I don't think he's an NPC. I think he's a full op. Even an NPC don't don't bootlick this much. 
Damn. Pinky doll don't act like that. Goldstein, that's correct. He's an op. Goldstein on the Rumble chat said he's an op. Uh, only the future says Samuel Benjamin Harris is an American philosopher, neuroscientist, author, and podcast host. His work touches on a range of topics, including ration, uh, rationality, religion, ethics, free will, and neuroscience. The only thing I probably can't, I can't get with him on is probably neuroscience. Um, but again, I've had, yo, who's the, uh, was it Brett Weinstein? Which one of them Weinsteins, right? Brett Weinstein, he got a brother. I don't know if it was Brett or the other one, but that fool thought he was slick, man. He was slick. Because we pulled me into a, a a podcast. He said he wanted to interview me in a podcast. And he had his son there and he was recording it. And I remember him telling me, hey, you know, you can record a copy too if you want for your own records. And I chose not to. And in hindsight, I should have. Um, and we do a whole podcast together. And in the podcast, we had a bit of a debate. And it was a debate on a subject that he is allegedly familiar with. And this was in regards to uh, DNA and genes and all of that stuff. So what he wanted to do, he wanted to debate me on the validity of the African president, pres, pre, uh, the African presence on the American continent. And he wanted to tell me about, you know, why that wasn't true. So he started explaining all this stuff about genes and DNA and how all this shit, genetics and all this shit. Eric. Yeah. Is it Eric? Yeah. It was either Eric or the other one. Oh, he did me so dirty. So I let him talk and tell me all his science shit. And then I asked him, I said, well, who is the control group for your experiment? And he tried to do some smart shit where he goes, well, in our field, it's not called a control group. It's called something else. And he told me what it was. And I'm like, I don't really care. Control group, you know, op group, fake group, whatever you call it. What was that group? Right. So after I asked him what was the control group and he told me the name of it isn't called control group. And he educated me on what it's really called. I said, okay, then what group is that? What group of people were the control group? And he goes, I don't know. So how are you going to tell me about an experiment and you ain't got no control group? <laughs> and you don't know who the control group is. Your science is bullshit. And you know what happened? And you know what happened? I'm going to tell you what happened. He hit me up the next day and said, Hotep, man, I lost the interview. It didn't record or some shit like that. Really, nigga? Really? Full-ass conversation, you ain't get none of that shit? I bet you didn't. Maybe because I whooped your ass. And this is they top intellectuals. I feel bad for white people because I thought we had some bad intellectuals. White people got some really terrible intellectuals. It's like they go to school, learn a whole bunch of shit, but never learn how to think. You can learn all the genetics and DNA shit you want to. But when I come and ask you a question that's thought provoking, you better have some answers. 
You can't tell me you don't know who the control group is in a, in, in a controlled experiment. Where Tanai at? Tanai, am I wrong? Anyway, Sam Harris is op. He's Langley. He's Langley. I can't I can't respect anything else this guy says unless he's talking about, you know, his his area of expertise, which is neuroscience. And even that I'm going to be very, very um, suspicious of. All right, let's go here. Sonny Johnson um, pulls up this tweet. You know, when Sonny Johnson pulls some shit up, it's going to be some fire. He says, here is the leader leader of PragerU currently with curriculum being taught in Florida schools, falsifying biblical words and finding animated pedo pornography acceptable. Now, when she first said it, I'm like, nah, he didn't say that. No way. Evil of Mr. Prager, you said that, right? And surely it's going to be um, some backlash for this. No. Let's listen to what he's got to say. E would you would you use the word evil of animated child pornography? Because no, I, I certainly I, would. I no, I would use evil only with behavior. That's where we might differ. Yeah. Forgetting the sex issue, you can't be evil. You didn't do evil if you thought evil. You y did evil. All right. So the first argument we want to tackle here is, you can't. What do you say? Listen, I just want. I don't want to. Evil if you thought evil. You. Yeah. Did you didn't do evil if you thought evil. Highly disagree, but I'm going to let him continue and then we'll come back to that point. If I'm masturbating to animated pictures of pornography, I'm not doing something evil. That's correct. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's despicable. Yeah. Really? Yes. If animated pictures of pornography, I'm not doing something evil. That's correct. Evil, evil if you thought evil. You did if evil I'm if masturbating to animated pictures of pornography, I'm not doing something evil. That's correct. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's despicable. Yeah. Really? Yes, of course. All right, so we got to point out the contradiction here, the huge, gross contradiction from, uh, I think, is, is his name Dennis Prager? I want to see if you guys pick up on it. Sex issue. You can't be evil. You didn't do evil if you thought evil. You didn't do evil if you thought evil, okay? You did if, evil if I'm if masturbating to animated pictures of pornography, I'm not doing something evil. That's correct. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's <laughs> despicable. Yeah. <laughs> Fam, 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 if you masturbate to that type of material, you have done evil. Come on, fam. Come on, fam. I don't give a fuck if it's animated or not. I don't give a damn if it's animated or not. Huh? You've done evil. Once you pulled your dick out, you, 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 you've, you've, you've ventured into evil. The fact that your eyes is looking at this shit. If your eyes is looking at it, you've already done evil. You're not thinking evil. You've actually taken action. You've pulled this, this, this type of adult material or child. I don't know what, I don't even know what kind of material we can even classify this as. I'm going to call it evil material. You've displayed it on your screen and you pulled your dick out. You've done evil. 
It's something wrong with you. What is going on with y'all intellectuals today? What is going on with y'all intellectuals? Free Nut says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Oh, this is a real hotel brother. Isn't that what Confucius said? I think Confucius said that, right? Or was it another one of those uh, Asian scholars? Asian philosophers. Adrian C. said Jan 6 is the result of people being censored. Indeed. Indeed. You want me to play that again? Here you go. Alhamdulillah. Animated. I don't give a damn if it's animated or not. You've done evil. Especially because once you start looking at the at the prawn, is that is is you ventured into evil right there. But once you start dealing with child child prawn, then you've you've you way beyond the boundaries of evil. You are consumed by evil. You are the devil himself. Fuck is wrong with these people? It, it, too much motherfucking thinking might be a problem too. Some people ain't not enough thinking. Some people too much fucking thinking. But that shit is just, that's just disgusting. Um, I'm going to take a look at that story tomorrow. We got niggas in space. What is this? You see this story right here? Niggas in space? I'll come back to that probably tomorrow. We gonna, I want to get to the phone lines. I want to get to the phone lines and um, cover some of these other topics here. Oh, I hate when I'm in an indecisive mood and, and don't know what I want to actually like look at and cover. Like this was a good video, but I'm not in the mood to talk about this today. Mostly because these white intellectuals got me off. Um, this arrow video about his mama. I want to talk about that. Um, all right, let's just end off with Neo and PayPal and then we'll, uh, then we'll go to the phone lines. If you want to get on the phone lines, 202-596-5631, 202-596-5631. All right, let's see what Neo has said here that got him canceled. Parents have almost almost forgotten what the role of a parent is. Amen. It's like, okay, if your little boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl. And you just let him rock with that. You just let. Right. He's five. Right. And where did he get that if from? If you let this five-year-old boy decide to eat candy all day, he's going to do that. Exactly. Like, when, when did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old, let a six-year-old, let a 12-year-old make a life-changing decision for themselves? Right. When did that happen? Right. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I, I don't get that. I and get to that. medicate these young kids that are five, six, growing up and knowing that it, it affects their brain, it affects their organs, it makes them sick, but they're not allowed to do drugs, they're not allowed to do alcohol. Right. We can medicate he them. He can't up. drive a car yet, but he can decide his sex. Right, right. what sex orientation, and he can cut off his pee pee, and, and that, to me, that makes no sense whatsoever. And I, so I, I don't know if this is true, but I heard a rumor that they, they, they either passed or are trying to pass a law in LA that states if your child comes to you and asks to do some of these things and you say no, they can take your kid for you. Yeah, them. that's true. Just passed in California. That does that makes no sense. They want us to have no control over our children. 
I don't, I don't get it. In schools, I don't get it. hospitals, libraries. Yeah. They just want to manipulate. You got to understand when they're so young and they're already, that's impressionable. That's right. First of all, shout out to Gloria Velez <clears throat> for us. Uh, for us folk that came up in hip-hop in the 90s and 2000s, she was one of the most famous uh, video vixens of the time. Top-notch. We used to be a lover of Gloria Velez. Shout out to Gloria Velez. Mm-hmm. And from them, they're going to believe what you say. I mean, yeah. we say Santa Claus is real. You know, the Easter and they Bunny. It. Like, right, exactly. Like, they know what they're doing. Remember who you're dealing with. Like, I, I, don't, I, I can't take credit for it, but it, I heard somebody say one time, he was like, all right, if your son comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl, ask your son, son, what is a girl? Mm, that's a good one. What is he going to do? He's going to say, uh, well, he might, he might want to play with dolls. All right, you want to play with dolls. Fine, play with dolls. Right. But you're a boy right. playing with dolls. That's right. want to wear pink. All right, cool, wear pink. But you're a boy that's right. wearing have pink. no <laughs> issue with, with the LBG. I have no problem with, none of, with nobody. So first of all, we got to understand this video is an op. This video is an op, and I need, <clears throat> for $50 worth of six coin, can anybody point to why this is an op? How I know this is an op? Who in the chat can tell me for $50 worth of Syscoin sent to your Pally wallet? Who can tell me how you know this video is an op? How do you know Neo has been set up? Anybody tell me why? Anybody tell me how? Pro 2 Cal. Pro 2 Cal. You beat Goldstein. You beat Goldstein. That Vlad TV in the corner. Pro 2 Cal. Make sure you download the Pally Wallet. Send me your address on Twitter. Hashtag Griff Report. Hashtag Syscoin. So we don't lose it. Hashtag Syscoin. Actually, do hashtag Syscoin and tag me with your Pally Wild address so I can get you. Cannon said it too. Vlad TV in the corner. Vlad set him up. Vlad set Neo up. Vlad knew this was going to get Neo canceled. Do we see Vlad's face anywhere on this screen? Let me hear his voice. Set Neo up. Is my Kofi on tight? That's not too tight. But it's just tight enough. When you see that, there's one place I will never go and do an interview, and it's that Vlad TV couch. I'm terrified of that couch. I am terrified of that couch. You know, it's, it's a wrap for you if you're sitting on that couch. Either you need the exposure. And I never want to be in a place where I have to go to somebody's uh, studio because I need the exposure. Want the exposure and need the exposure are two different things. But if you need exposure that bad, you got to do Vlad TV. You don't know that's a Fed op by now. So he got set up. Matter of fact, we got to find out when this interview was just to see how long it took to set him up. Neo. All right, let's see. 
Looks to be rather new. Looks to be rather new. Here, I'll show you my search results here. Oh, wait, hold on. Look right here. Boom, boom. Let's fix that on the screen. Um, wait, what the hell? All right, so I typed in Neo to get the search results on his page. So he's got clips coming out. One of them was 29 minutes ago, a day ago, three days ago. But it looks like this came out Gloria Velez and Neo, members only exclusive, August 3rd, 2023. Vlad TV staff writer. Damn, you don't even let your, your staff writers put their name in there? Who's the staff writer? You know what that means? Probably got some dude in Indonesia or Malaysia somewhere posting these forms. So this is probably somebody in Ukraine. It's not an American doing any, doing any of this stuff. Anyway, let's come back. So I just wanted to point that out because I just noticed it. I'm like, oh, it's a Vlad TV interview. So this is an op. I mean, this is a recent op. Vlad knew better. I would never, ever, 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 ever bring a celebrity on my platform and ask some questions that I know if they get wrong, it'll get them canceled. Not if I cared about them. And I got a bunch of celebrities that follow me. If they came on my platform, I would never ask them about gender reaffirming care or none of that stuff. Unless in the green room, I said, hey, or they said they came to me. I wouldn't even ask them in the green room. But if they came to me in the green room and said, hey, I want to specifically talk about this. I would first issue a warning and be like, bro, you don't want to do that. I've had people come on my platform before in the green room, mention to me things that they wanted to talk about. And I'm like, nope, I'm not. I can't allow you to talk about that. I won't, I've had people text me and say, Hotep Jesus, I want to come on your platform and talk about this. And I'm looking at it like this going to get a lot of fucking clicks. And I responded, I can't let you do that. I can't let you assassinate yourself like that. I will not. You want to talk about that shit? Go on Smiles platform and talk about it. I will not allow you to assassinate your career. Like I will not be a part of that just because the grift has consumed me and I want clicks. So the fact that Vlad even allowed this conversation to happen, suspicious. Okay, love who you love, do what you do. Exactly. I just personally come from an era where a man was a man and a woman was a woman, and it wasn't but two genders, and that's just how I rocked. Me now, too. It, 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 you, could, you could identify as a goldfish if you feel like Right. <laughs> I, now, one thing I'll say is about Gloria Velez. She's um, an attractive Latina. And if there's anybody that you cannot cancel. Uh-oh, I just got word. Hold on. Neil said he don't apologize. Uh-oh. All right, we're going to bring this up. Hold on. We got an update on the Neo shit. Thank you for the text message, y'all. Um, one thing about Latinos and Latinas is... You can't cancel them. You can't cancel them. She ain't going to lose her Goya sponsorship. She not going to lose, you know, uh, 
She's not going to lose her Goya sponsorship. I can't name any more Latino brands, but when I say Goya, y'all know what I mean. Ain't Goya not canceling her because it is. Goya agrees with her, and so does the rest of the Latina community. So it's safe for her. Now, let's go to the next level. Well, it's safe for her because she's Latino and Latina. And even if you go with the go look at the Nielsen demographics. Let's pull up the Nielsen demographics readout. And let's go Nielsen most loyal race, right? Um, I'm going to have to go to Google because Brave sucks sometimes. Oh, I spelled it wrong. Um... Uh, Nielsen, let's go, um, brand loyalty. Ugh. Race. And what you'll see here is, and I read this, um, a long, long time ago, but it said that amongst the groups, Hispanic were the most loyal. Hispanic, here, here's, one, here's an article. Hispanic consumers are known to be loyal to brands that speak to them in their language and connect with them through culture, values, and tradition. Right? I don't want to take up too much. Study finds brand loyalty drops as Hispanics acculturate. See, this is, this, is, this is the interception of the culture. When it comes to brand loyalty and Hispanic consumer, the key learning for marketers is understanding the importance of building a brand relationship, initial stages, and acculturation, uh, and maintaining this connection as Hispanics integration into American life increases. So as they in integrate with American life, they become less and less loyal to their group because now they're identifying as American. Um, uh-huh. Okay, and there's a concerted effort to keep in touch with relatives and the homelands, bands, all language, da 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 da. All right, I don't want to take too much time, but you guys can do your own research on um, brand loyalty by race. Um, but they they talk about how, and this was many years ago. I saw this report, so you know the emergence of Latinx. I'm sure this this may have changed a little bit. Um, but this is a very loyal group and loyal to each other. Something that black people need to um, learn from is the Hispanic community, right? So that's one aspect. The other aspect is she's a woman. And Fashion Nova is not canceling nobody. OnlyFans ain't canceling nobody. Um, and, and whoever else that these, these clothing brands, these clothing brands don't give a fuck up. They, women... As a whole, if the dress is cute, they going to cop this shit. They don't care if you support Trump or not. If it's going to make their booty look fat and their waist look small, they're going to cop the shit no matter who and what the politics is. So women are almost insulated because she's not going to lose any contracts with Fashion Nova or, or whoever else is her sponsor. They don't give a damn. They know it's not going to affect their sales at the bottom line. 
Because number one, the Hispanic community is not going to turn against her, which is her primary demographic, more than likely. Two, it's women, and women don't give a damn. They're not paying attention to politics. They want their booty to look fat and their waist to look small. So she can't be canceled. The only person here that can be canceled is the black man. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. It's the only one here that could be canceled. Let's continue. Okay. That ain't my business. It, just, it becomes my business when you try to make me play the game with you. I'm not going right. to call you a goldfish, but exactly. you, you want to be a goldfish, you go be a goldfish. It's all Amen. I mean, well yeah, it's, it's just, we live in a weird time, man. We, we do. Damn, trigger warnings. What the right. hell is a trigger warning? <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I, it's just, when, I it just is don't weird know times. when the world became so sensitive. Like, like comedians can't tell jokes no more. No. Like, everybody's offended. It's a joke. It's a joke. You're not supposed to take it serious. It's a joke. Right. His literal job is to joke. About everyone. About everyone and everything. (laughs) And people want to get offended and like, don't say that. That's that's triggering. Oh my God. You know what? Yeah. Sit in your house by yourself. (laughs) Exactly. It just it it annoys me. I mean anything can trigger. So I'm on Gloria Vela's account. She got an update here from Neo. She's got one of these um link tree things. I go, I hit it. And sure enough, she got an OnlyFans account. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Once a booty model, always a booty model. And I'm not judging her. I just knew it would be there. And much love to her. I'm not judging her. I just knew it would be there. Anyway, we got an update from Neo. Let's see what happened here. Hold on a second. Bring it up on your screen right here. All right, listen, I normally don't give too much of a damn about what y'all think about what I do, what y'all have to say about what I say, whatever. I normally don't care because, like I said, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. Now, if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asked nobody to follow me. I ain't asked nobody to agree with me. I was asked a question and I answered the damn question. Okay. I have no beef with the LBGTQIA plus community whatsoever. I ain't got no beef with y'all. Do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Do what you want to do with your kids. However, Somebody asked my opinion on this matter, and this is how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I don't care. I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's any book anywhere or any opinion that somebody's going to tell me that's going to make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that. That's just period, point blank, and that's how I feel. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more, all right? And I got no problem with that. I'm a hustler. All right? I'll figure it out. I got kids to raise, and I'm going to do that regardless. So with that being said, y'all have a good day. I love everybody. Live how you want to live. Love how you want to love. But your opinion is yours. Speak your opinion as much as you damn well feel like it. Because as I said, they're not important. They're not special. Everybody got one, and you're entitled to it. I'm entitled to mine. All right? Y'all feel how y'all want to feel. Have a great day. It's Neo. Peace and love. Okay, that's that's uh, a far cry from the news we got. 
So hold on a second. So wait, wait, wait a second. 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 What's going on, Wait a second. Why do I have an apology here from him? Did somebody fabricate this apology? Is this fake? Oh, this is no. This is his. That's his real Twitter account. All right, so let's read the apology here. It says, after much reflection, I'd like to express my deepest apologies to anyone that I may have hurt with my comments on parenting and gender identity. I've always been an advocate for love and inclusivity of the uh, rainbow community, so I understand how my comments could have been uh, interpreted as insensitive and offensive. Gender identity is nuanced, and I can honestly admit that I, that I plan to better educate myself on the topic so I can approach the future conversation with empathy. At the end of the day, I lead with love, and support everyone's freedom of expression in pursuit of happiness. Oh, okay, I, I see. I see. The this apology does it does pair well with what we just saw on our screen here. So he he did stand two, ten toes down. You know, this is your usual like um, like Rook said. This is your usual same apology. You know, I apologize if anybody's offended. You know, the usual going through the motion situation. But that video, this right here, the, the video where he says otherwise, hey, you know, more power to him. Um, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Why is Iggy trending with Alabama? Iggy Azalea wrote a letter of support for Tory Lanez ahead of his sentencing for shooting Meg the Stallion. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. The, 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 Rook called this too. She called it too. And what what better to to divide the black community than a pog? Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Yep. Yep. All it took was one white woman. Now niggas is divided just that fast. Uh. Wow. What happened with Neymar? All right, let's go to the last topic. We're going to open up phone lines. Um, tag. Oh, he told PSG he wants to leave. Uh-oh. All right, anyway. Uh, text 202-596-5631. 202-596-5631. If you want to get in line for these phone calls, we're going to the phone lines right after this uh, story here, which is going to be really brief. Um, PayPal says they're unveiling a new stablecoin. PYUSD is designed for payments and is backed by highly liquid and secure assets. Starting today and rolling out in the next few weeks, you'll able to be able to buy, sell, and hold and transfer um, PayPal USD. Man, this is well. First of all, if if you're not if you don't own the, if you don't have a, uh, the Pally wallet, P-A-L-I, if you don't have a Pally wallet, you can already see you're behind the eight ball. You're, you're just, you're just, you're a boomer. There's no hope for you. Uh, just, just, just give up on life. Cause you obviously don't know which way the future is going. PayPal is rolling out their own cryptocurrency. PayPal. Check my, check my, um, my bags this morning. My bags are up. We got a little bit of a pump on this news thanks to paypal co-signing thanks to paypal co-signing um 
cryptocurrency. Um, it's very interesting. How does it, how does all this connect with? I know what we got to look at. I know what we got to look at. You know what we got to look at? It's right here. The highly liquid and secure assets. What are those? Or who are those? Might be a better question. Who's holding these assets? Whose assets are they? Because it says here, highly liquid. So it ain't real estate. It ain't land because land and real estate is not liquid. What are they holding? Are they holding Bitcoin? Are they holding Syscoin? What are they holding? What is the assets? Is it USD? And how does this tie into the CBDC. Obviously the best way to tie this to a CBDC is PayPal, you know, tens of millions of users, if not hundreds of millions, whatever amount of users that they have. Everybody's familiar with PayPal. Everybody's pretty much used PayPal before. So what happens when you receive your first PayPal crypto, what do you do? You are now in the world of crypto. This is it, your first introduction for so many people. It's going to be your first introduction to crypto, but it's going to be through a stable coin. And the CBDC, as you know, will be a stable coin. So this may be a bridge. This may be a way of warming people up to the stable coin concept that have not made their way there yet. It's a lot to think about here. A lot to think about. I uh, can't wait to hear from our callers. So let's go ahead and... Um, Open up the phone lines, 202-596-5631. Text your name, text Hotep in your name, and then we'll go ahead and get you in on these phone lines, 202-596-5631. I'll be right back after this short, short, short commercial break. <laughs> 